You're listening to the Light Forge Podcast, the key to unlocking your arena success with your co-hosts, ADWCTA and Murps. Welcome to the Light Forge Podcast. This is Applicant. This is Murps. Hello. I uh, hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you all had um, a lot of food. Were able to stuff yourselves. But... We got to come back to reality, as in basically just like do a little bit of prep uh, and, and cleansing yeah. before Christmas ruins your diet once again. It's time to talk about some cars. Time to talk about your fave cards. This Fractured is, this is the, in Alteric Valley or whatever. This is the setup episode for uh, for next week's giant many 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 hours long traditional uh card review where we go over every card and give you their score one by one or i guess now we give you their letter grade not their like numerical score um and this one's gonna be freaking great because the card dump already happened i don't think anyone was expecting it to happen when it did i just looked at my phone at one point and it was like 16 hours ago it says they released all the cards eight hours ago what uh but yeah um everything's uh out now and uh it it looks ridiculous like the what we talked about last week about the couple of ridiculous cards that we already knew about and how it's going to be a new power level and we were wondering if these were just the you know isolated super super good cards or if the whole set was going to be like that a lot of the set is like that yeah um look we talked a little bit about the power level and we were saying like you know we, we couldn't be definitive last week uh, but we can be definitive now. Um, it's pretty crazy. Uh, so a lot of the things that we talked about last week in terms of the wild rotation or the current rotation system that they have being untenable um, and how we can't really have that anymore. Um, it just yeah. really rings true. Um, I wonder what they're going to do. Like, does anyone know what rotation is happening like, has this information been, like, released or tweeted at least? It has, to my knowledge, not been released anywhere. Um, and what once again, this is uh, the reason we're like, oh, we're not sure, is because sometimes this information is released through a random interview here, a <laughs> random reply yeah. to a tweet there. Uh, but we do try to stay on top of these things. I am on Twitter quite a lot, so I, yeah, I haven't seen anything on do it. not see anything on that uh and my fear is that when this comes out you're going to have like you know if not actually a witchwood like i always use witchwood as like a weak set right they're gonna have a witchwood um they're gonna have like a rastakhan's rumble which is just like eh not not very impressive uh mm -hmm. in there but um it was super cool earlier this week to see dreads and redbeard reveal 11 cards that's a ton going from revealing zero cards uh, and for really the arena community to you know revealing zero cards and i don't count like crip revealing a card as like hey arena streamers got it's just crip right uh for example but a dedicated arena streamer uh or actually two dedicated arena streamers mm -hmm. and dreads and redbeard Got to reveal 11 cards. I thought they did a great job with it. If you want to see those cards, you can head on over to Dreads's uh, YouTube, uh, D-R-E-A-D-S. And it was posted like, you know, almost a week ago. You can see all 
11 of the cards. You can see their reactions. They definitely take a very arena-centric uh, viewpoint. They try to point out some cards that it's analogous to and how this card could potentially be used. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. They got a lot of viewers as well. I thought that it was received pretty well. It, people were just confused. They're like, who are these guys? Why do they have so many cards? Is this like the official reveal stream? And and no, like it, that that was far, far from it. But once again, props to Blizzard for doing this so fast. Props to Alkali, uh, who I think really spearheaded mm -hmm. this. But the entire Blizzard team, you know, by doing this, I think that they were eating into a portion of their like Thanksgiving break because they were all off. So just really cool. And I think that with a very short period of time to really coordinate this stuff, everyone pulled it off from Blizzard to Dreads and Redbeard. And I'm just hoping we see more of this in the future because the cards that we saw, I thought they were super exciting. And if you were an uh, arena mm -hmm. player, I think you would also consider that it's like, oh man, these are really, really impactful cards. I'm going to be drafting a lot of them. And these probably won't get played in Constructed. Uh, maybe one, maybe two, but the vast majority, as with just the vast majority of all cards, won't be played. And that's fine for us, because no matter how shitty the card is, someone's going to draft it somewhere. And for most cards, you're just you're going to see it a lot. It just replays going to reveal that it's like, oh, 50,000 people have drafted this card and used it. You can give us anything, and uh, we will be able to analyze it. Yep. So glad Blizzard is uh, is finally uh, going ahead and doing this, and looking forward to uh, them continuing to do this and getting some arena centric card reveals. Um, you know, there's no reason for them not to do reveals for like all 135 cards that uh, that they do in one capacity or another. It's just free promo, and there's people that follow all this stuff, right? Like, it's not like the only people watching Dreads and Redbeard do the review are, are uh, arena players. They're also the dedicated people and the super Hearthstone fanboys who, like, just they want to see what the next card is, right? Like, you know, it doesn't even matter if they think they're not going to use it in a legitimate deck. You know, it's shiny. It's new. You get to see the art, right? There's all these things that go with it. I think it's just cool, yeah. Because um, a card dump isn't exciting. I yeah. mean... People might want that information right away, uh, but you know, you you are kind of like taking opportunity away from a content creator to create some content, um, and it also does you know just take away from the hype a little bit. Uh, so this is really really awesome, and to give it to, uh, I know Alkali wanted to focus uh, on the arena community and give it to them, so this was just smart on their yep. part as well. Yep. Um, yeah, so uh, looking forward to uh, to that happening in uh, future expansions, and I don't know what they do with mini sets. The mini sets, in my opinion, are like the worst promoted things ever. They no are. one knows when they drop. No one knows what cards are going to be in. The devs barely talk about it until after the fact, and then all of a sudden they're there. Like you don't have to make a big promo out of it, but you got to do something. Like, w w w is it actually like too much work for them and not worth the payoff to do like a week of promos before a mini set? Isn't that the whole point of the mini set? Like they put work on it. Like mini set cards are cards. They're just like expansion cards. And there's, I don't know, a whole bunch of them. It's, it's what, like a third of an expansion, a quarter of an expansion? I don't know how much exactly. But it's a decent, it, it's not like, oh, we're just adding five new cards to the game, right? Like it's a decent amount. 
Um, so we'll, we'll see what they're doing about it. But it's, it's really exciting to see uh, Blizzard have this kind of new change in uh, philosophy and change in direction with their, um, the, how, how they're doing uh, the, the pre-launch uh, events. Um, yeah, so let's talk about, let's talk about the, I guess, the future. Not the future future, but more like the immediate future. Like, what's going to actually happen a week from now? Uh, a little over a week from now, when the expansion drops. We may or may not get a new rotation. I expect we will get a new rotation. We're going to get all these cards. And a lot of them are going to be more powerful than any cards that have existed in the game before that is still legal in the arena. Enough of them that you don't need something like Watch Post, which is a neutral common, to destroy the arena. You could just have it be like a dozen class cards, right? Like if you have a dozen class cards, that's going to show up more often than one Watch Post. And... They're going to combine to kind of create not one boogeyman in the arena that they can ban, but a lot of different boogeymen, which may be more difficult to kind of have people complain about all at once. Because it's very easy to be like, this card's ridiculous, I see it every game, this is bad. It's a lot harder to be like, oh, here are 12 cards that I see all the time and all of them are bad people will do it if they are uh, that impactful in the arena, which I think it's highly unlikely that they won't be. Um, but it's it's just... It, it's I am really curious what Blizzard's going to do. Because if they do nothing but try to hit the button and the button doesn't actually reduce these cards to effectively banning them, like, arena's still going to be crazy. Um, so, like, I'm, I'm just really interested in what they're doing. Like, what, when, when this is coming out and what their reaction is going to be. Because everyone's told them about the problem already. They know this is coming. They know that come Tuesday, this is what Arena is going to be like. And so I'm wondering what the, the first update is going to entail. Yeah, it's problematic because we've seen Blizzard, um, you know, they're good at when, when you identify one card right like they're they're good at eventually responding banning mm -hmm. doing something to it um but it is easier for any company to dismiss mm -hmm. criticism as just like eh you know like people will kind of always complain about something right um when a meta is problematic because of vastly different power levels and a ton of cards just just being a little bit too like i win immediately um, which is what we are seeing with this expansion. There's too many class cards that are too powerful. And it's an additive effect. Because you add these cards onto the cards that we already have, which some are very, very powerful. I mean, you know, we can talk about Righteous Defense uh, even more than we already have because it is just that strong. Um, you know, that mage five mana spell, that like excess damage creates a minion we don't even really talk about that people don't really talk about that because it's like you're so tired talking about goliath and now it's like mm -hmm. these new cards and if you look at that card and you're asking it's like well is that okay it's like no that's not really okay like i i am not okay with that being in arena because mm -hmm. that thing is uh a little bit too strong and i think if you ask most people it's like 
do you think that card should exist in Arena? Most people will be like, no, because that's definitely too strong. Um, so yeah, you, you have like problematic stuff that's not even talked about. So this is already beginning to, you know, I think you can see the issue. It's like people are going to be talking about a lot of cards. It's going to be hard to single out just one. And even when we only have like a few, you can already see the cars that just aren't being talked about enough. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if Blizzard is hearing enough about Righteous Defense. They're not. I and don't they're know if they're hearing. Not because of the win rate. They're not yeah. hearing about it because everyone's talking about Goliath, like you said. So. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't think anybody is really raising enough of a hubbub, understandably so, about the Mage spell. Like, um, so I, it's problematic. It really is problematic. Um, and I don't exactly know what the solution is going to be because it's going to just end up being kind of a bad experience. Like, look, um, people ask me after Goliath got banned, hey, Murps, are you going to be playing Arena again? Um, and I told them, I was like, uh, it's going to be a wait and see for me. This is immediately after Goliath got banned. I was like, it's going to be a wait and see for me because... Uh, banning Deep Run Engineer, um, not even Goliath, just banning Deep Run Engineer, uh, Goliath wasn't the only issue. Banning mm-hmm. Deep Run Engineer is like a, it's a simple, but it, it's not the best solution. It's not one that I would have done, but I understand why they did it that way. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll see how Arena is after this. And then I see Dreads play it, and I'm just like, oh, no, I definitely don't want to play in this meta still. I mean, this meta is the most terrible meta still. Uh, that that hasn't changed. It just became a little bit more playable than it was before the ban. Like, I mean, I, I straight up got, I think, three runs in a row that were 1-3 or 0-3. Oh, yeah. And that's I knew that was going to happen, or at possible. least I knew that had like at least a 25% chance of happening for each of those runs right after the draft. Um. Because that's how these games are now. Like, after the draft, you know how good your deck is. And you know that your odds of potentially facing not normal decks is pretty high. Even a 0-0, even a 0-1. Less likely a 0-2. But <laughs> this is uh, this is just what, what happens in this meta. And, and this is an event meta, right? This is dual class. But the dual class part is not even really what's driving this. That's the problem. The problem isn't, like, with this meta right now, isn't that, oh, you have dual class, so you have all these ridiculous combos that should never exist in the first place. That's not the problem. No one's using ridiculous combos. Not no one, but the ridiculous combo percentage is only slightly higher than it was before dual class. The problem are individual cards. Individual legendaries, individual just ridiculously bonkers cards combine... With the opposite, which is that you're filling your your deck with at least three, if not more, of super subpar cards from old sets. Because you have to, and your opponent probably has to too. And just whoever draws what and how they can be played in a game will 100% determine your win and losses, assuming both players are like five win players or above. Yep. Um, And look, it... I, I know we talk about it. it's like oh this is not unfun th- that's unfun and some people um, understandably also give us a response like well fun is subjective it's like not really <laughs> fun isn't as subjective as you think there's it is. a range yeah there's right? a range within which it's subjective within types it's subjective but there's definitely unfun 
something yes. I can point to and say this is unfun for 95% plus of Hearthstone players. I could do that. And the developers can do that. And if this were not the arena, if this were like, let's say, mercenaries or like a game that they're actually designing, right? Because arena is kind of just whatever happens, right? But if this is an actual game that they're actually designing, all the game developers, that's literally a big part of their job is to point at these things and be like, no, that's not fun. That's not going to be fun. We shouldn't do that. Right. So look, um... We're at the point right now where uh, I'm hoping Blizzard isn't kind of... Um, it, it, I, I'm hoping they see the issue correctly. As in, this current problem, it's not dual class. Dual class makes things, yeah. you know, crazy, definitely. But the displeasure that people are feeling, and if, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been watching people play the arena, and they are frustrated they are not happy um and the situation that you were talking about as well in which uh you can get easily two to three runs of like one win you know throw a zero win in there throw like a two win in there as well um that can definitely happen and uh the occurrence of that is quite high and the sad thing is um you watch someone draft a deck and they go 0 and 3 and they just like call it out beforehand they're like yeah i think this has a good chance of just going 0 and 3 um it's it's very like very defeatist and that really sucks you know like so when we talk about there are things that are strictly unfun man that is unfun right and, and the thing is that's never happened to the arena before like i've never been able to say that like i've every single deck historically that i have ever drafted I think maybe less than 1% of them will I say, I don't think this is going to make it to five wins, guys. I'm just very confident that I can make get it to five win average on, you know, not that I always get to five wins, obviously, but that on average, even the worst of decks that I am drafting, because I'll mitigate if the deck is going poorly, like, you know, most of the way through, like, I'm going to get it to, the, to five wins on, like, some mix of, like, you know, skill and just, like, having mitigated my catastrophe drafts. Um, in this meta, in this drafting, and this was the case from the beginning once they swapped this, uh, this rotation in, um, Deep Run Engineer or no Deep Run Engineer, it was just always impossible. And Deep Run Engineer made the problem much worse, and I'm glad they got rid of it, but the type of problem is still there, right? Like, Goliath is an S-tier card. Deep Run Engineer made Goliath an even bigger problem, but Ysera's still in there. And Ysera's not even that bad compared to some of these class legendaries that we have, which are not even that bad compared to some of these class rares or epics that we have. Um, so, and this is, going back to the beginning of this, this is the problem. And what Merps is saying is that no one's talking about it, or not no one's talking about it, but no one's, co not coherently, no one's cohesively. The arena community is not cohesively talking about it because it's hard to talk about this is no longer watch post we knew it was going to be bad before they published it they published it it went exactly as we expected come on blizzard and then blizzard says something like we may or may not be removing watch post because we can't remove every single card you know then you'll just ban the next best card and we're like this is bullshit like clearly this is bullshit this is watch post you have stats go look at your stats and then they banned it right like not not didn't take too long for them to ban it after they looked at the stats they can't do this here in Alteric, once this once this expansion launches, they cannot go and ban the worst card or the worst two cards because what they said 
back earlier in the year is actually true now. In this set, if you ban the worst offender in the arena meta, then the next worst offender is going to be the worst offender. You're going to have to ban that. Then the next worst offender is going to be the worst. Because there's a whole tier now that exists that is just super ridiculous, never-before-seen power levels. And, and Blizzard knows this. This is not... We're not, like, breaking ground here. This isn't... Like, I feel like maybe Watch Post caught them by surprise because it was kind of an odd mechanic and you actually needed to play the arena and know what's going to happen to do that but these cards are just flat out numbers wise insane right like they're just no nobody looks at it and goes like oh this is only going to be a powerful card everyone looks at it and goes this is going to be straight up broken if um, they could guess that Blackwing was going to be powerful they yes, can guess exactly. any of these cards are going to be powerful it's exactly. like if you thought Blackwing was powerful then you look at the Paladin 8-8 Rusher that creates mm -hmm. a 5-5 taunt you're like oh yeah is that as good as Blackwing? Yes. <laughs> like, that. that is a disgustingly good card. So, um, yeah. Like, we, we basically just need Blizzard to keep doing what they started and then, for yeah. some reason, stop doing with Blackwing. Like, I had, so, uh, I had so much hope. And, you know, with recent events, maybe I'm foolish, I have mm -hmm. some hope. That they are going to act a little bit faster. They're going to uh, do this stuff. Um, I don't know. Look, uh, it's, it's going to be rough. We're like, not. It's, be, it's the holiday yeah, season. Yeah, I know. It's really rough. Uh, we're not going to sit here and say, like, obviously, it's like, oh, Blizzard has already messed up. We're saying that we're very apprehensive, right? Like, we are, well, we are afraid of what is probably going to happen. It's, yeah, it's not even that we're afraid of what's probably going to happen. If I put myself in Blizzard's shoes, unless I'm, like, raising a flag and being like, hey, guys, we have to do everything totally different now, which is really hard to do in a large company. Even if uh, Team 5 is a smaller team and Blizzard, like, tries to be a little nimble, they're not nimble. Um, <laughs> that just comes with the territory of, you know, being a giant uh, publisher rather than, like, a small indie company, even though we joke. Uh, like, what, what, how, how are you going to get this through, like, the corporate chain of command and the people to sign off and then someone has to like step out with their like reputation and their whatever on the line and be like hey we're gonna well, i you know even though we said this was a terrible idea to ban 10 cards in the expansion we're, we're gonna go do it now because these are all problematic cards in the arena even though some people are going to be upset that they're no longer going to get to play with these cards um even though the existence of these cards probably gave weaker players a chance that we're now taking away from them which game developers hate doing um, we're, we're going to do it because otherwise we're going to lose, like, any semblance of skill past five wins in the arena. Um, who's going to step up and say that? And beyond that, is that even Blizzard's idea? Like, it's unclear to me whether Blizzard is going to, like, whether Blizzard thinks that that is going to be a good idea to do. Even if they're fully on board with, uh, like, us on what the problem is with it. Because we're speaking from the perspective of, we want this game to be at least somewhat about skill. Like, more than up to five wins. Like, we don't want the top player uh, in, in Arena to consistently average five wins per run. We think that would be a failure of the Arena mode. We want the top player to average eight wins per run, even nine wins per run. And a developer could just be sitting there and being like, I don't know that five wins per run is so bad. 
I think it's a problem if the top players are averaging more than six wins per run. So five seems like a nice, safe number to be at, so that if we mess up a little, make the game a little too skill-based, because again, nothing's actually balanced for Arena, the cards at least, um, then they'll still only be at six, and we still won't have a problem. Maybe that's how Blizzard feels. Like, you know, like, if you look at it from a game developer's perspective, there is, there are so many successful games that follow that model. There is. You don't let your, like, yeah... Um, you don't let your successful players get that successful because it's not you shouldn't be able to win that much. So it's it's unclear what Blizzard is going to do and to kind of really step out in that direction and to make all these changes. Like it's one thing for them to passively be like, well, that's how the game turned out. I don't. I guess that's fine. It's it's a different like that. All the regular players are losing and no new players are joining the arena because they all get their asses handed to them as soon as they step in. And it's a totally different thing to be like, hey, we finally have this set that lowers the skill level of Arena so new players can actually play and win a couple games and feel not terrible about themselves. And um, we're going to ban all those cards. Yeah, I I think it's important to remember as well. Because, you know, look, what's our audience? And if, if you care enough to watch this podcast, you are someone who not only cares about Arena, but you're probably a little bit of a tryhard. You probably look at HS Replay. You, at some point, you know, at least try to go for the leaderboards, I'm guessing. Um, so this is the, the audience. And it's easy to think like, okay, so what we are... It, it, it's easy to just question. It's like, why can't the devs see it our way, right? When we are so right. And it's because you're right if you, you know, it, like... If your goals are the same. If your goals right. are the same. And then is it wrong for the devs to have different goals? No. It's like, you can disagree with those goals. The devs can just have completely different goals. And it could be very frustrating um, but and, and I want to say that this doesn't take away from how right you are and how right we are about what's going to happen. It's just about whether Blizzard will actually do something about it. Right. So if you're out there frustrated, and because I, I see this sentiment as well, it's like, how can Blizzard not see it in this way? How can they not do do this, which is so easily done and just like, well, you know, easily done, number one, and also the just objectively correct thing to do. It's the correct thing to do if the dev's objectives are aligning with your try-hard kind of, like, if objectives. Yes. If they want this game to be competitive. And it is unclear that they want to be arena to be competitive. That is, like, far from clear. Yeah, and I think it's important. So, once again, this is now more of a therapy session, uh, yes. rather than but it, it's one of those things where um as soon as because i think a lot of people in the community are so frustrated like because they're like i'm frustrated because blizzard can't do this thing that they should a hundred percent be doing for my benefit and for their benefit and i think when you realize like well it's obviously for your benefit right but their idea of what benefits them and what benefits you know, really players who are not you is very different. You can hopefully kind of like get some (laughs) closure there because there is a lot of frustration and anger. And look, I can disagree a lot, but like at at least when I recognize that aspect, I'm like, okay, this could just be for the Timmies out there 
more of the casuals. They want, you know, these people that want to sling puzzle boxes every single turn, right? And I'm not saying that, once again, this is exactly what Blizzard is thinking as well. But once I started thinking of it also in that way, it also just cleared up my mind a little bit. I'm like, okay, look, it's not like the devs are just so stubborn. They can't see it in this way. Why can't they see it in this way? It's like, we have a difference of opinion. I obviously think that by cater not catering but aiming decisions more towards constructed players such as these bands such as a lot of the things i've talked about um is good for the overall health of the game other players or sorry other people such as the devs might see it differently but um when you see it's not like they are incompetent or that they just refuse to do it it's easier as well so yeah yeah exactly yeah it's easier like it's much easier. There's a difference between developing this game from the ground up and then coming up with these ideas, these game design ideas about what would make the game fun. We're going to circle back to this idea of fun. What would make this game fun for these different types of groups of people that we all want to play this game? And come to the reality of the current situation, which is, are we going to go in with our hand and make changes for Arena? in order to help one group of players like us like the competitive players that want to win seven wins per run with our skill eight wins per run with our skill versus the some of the other players who maybe would be very happy if they average two wins instead of 1.5 wins even if they know that it's not because of their skill it's because they plopped down a ridiculous card and their opponent didn't have that ridiculous card like it may not be to us a very satisfying win, but to them, maybe it was cool and satisfying. I don't know. It's so hard for me to get into the mindset of it, Timmy. Um, so, but uh, the yeah. reason I say this is because, look, I have been encouraging everyone to be like, okay, you know, make your voices heard. Mm-hmm. If Blizzard is paying more attention to Arena, then you should express your opinion. And I see. A lot and of act- yeah, and you should. And I see a lot of activity over on Arena HS, which I think is great. I think the reason I want to talk about this is because I think a lot of this energy is being put into the kind of thinking that I was warning about as well, where you can't see through that like it's a difference of goals and objectives and kind of like incentives rather than and they just see it as like. The devs are incapable of recognizing what is right. And you just get really frustrated and angry because of that. You have to shift it a little bit. It's like, I think our goal right now, what we have to do is convince the devs that like, by improving aspects of the game geared towards competitive players, you are improving the game overall. You are making the game more fun yes. for everybody, yes. or at least for the people who will play and continue to play this game mode. Maybe not for everybody who touches the game of Hearthstone, but for the people who are getting into Arena. There will be a larger percentage of consistent players in the Arena by maintaining at least this minimum viability of competitiveness at around a 70-75% win rate mark. Yeah. So look, Rather than perhaps a 60-65% win rate mark for the top players. For example, right now in the chat, I see people angry. They're like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm just going to read some comments I see in the chat. Uh, They're like, fire all of them. Fire Ixar. 
like Blizzard is just okay with Arena being more like gambling, blah, blah. And look, I, I want things to change. And I understand, this is exactly the anger I'm talking about, okay? And, and I am, am I happy with the current state of Arena? No, I'm not happy no, with this. No, no, we just spent playing. like the first half of this podcast but, trashing Arena and neither of us play Arena right now. That's not true. I play Arena you play for Arena. the freaking quests. I need However, to complete the weekly quest because I don't want to play other stuff, but it's so hard to complete the quest because, like, I have to play the arena. I know. Um, you see that Blizzard is turning some attention to arena. Whatever effort they are putting out there, whatever chance arena has of being, quote, fixed, of being improved, etc., I think that this is just the wrong way to go about it. And uh, what I'm saying the wrong way to go about I'm saying the wrong way to think about it. If you change the way that you view this, I think it changes the way that you try to approach it, as in Mm -hmm. a lot of people have already given up by saying, if Blizzard can't see this, then they can't see anything, right? It's like, if they can't see this, then they can't see anything. And it's just like, and you think that it's because they can't recognize anything. It's like, no, you have to consider that they recognize it. It's just, they don't think that improving the competitive aspects improves mm. the overall game right now yep and my goal right now is to in some way like and i'm hoping that your goal now has changed in some way to convince blizzard it's like look giving players that carrot of like you know becoming more competitive you know like the, not just puzzle box every single term that is healthy for the game and you are going to attract more players. It's going to be more fun. Like seeing top streamers like, uh, you know, Dreads and Redbeard, who yeah. you just had reveal cards, seeing them like being happy with a meta. Also, you know, there's a trickle down effect there as well. So that's where my efforts are going. Yeah, I, I don't want to present this as in like we changed our position or anything. I think we've been doing the same exact position for like two years more than one and a half years, at least two years, I think, where, I don't know, we've, I've been bringing the game designer, uh, you know, ever since I was on uh, the uh, the Gods uh, Unchained game design team, I've been bringing that game design, uh, game designer perspective into our podcast. So that should be like three years. And the last two, I've really focused on it, especially after Blizzard started talking about one, major changes to Arena, and two, not touching the Arena, both at the same time, right? Because... I think it was like a year and a, like almost two years ago uh, when Blizzard announced that they would not be doing anything on the arena for the next year. And also that big changes need to come to the arena in order for it to remain viable, but they have no idea what it is and they don't want to work on it for a year. Um, and I think since that point, this entire podcast, and we have been squarely on the uh, what it takes to be a game developer, right? Like side rather than necessarily purely what it takes to be a competitive player side. Uh, which will always present that perspective because we are uh, competitive players in the arena. But I think we've been, you know, at, at very even-handed in uh, in our uh, in our at least presenting the perspective from a game designer perspective, not just a competitive player perspective. Right. So look, um, I see a lot of energy from people, a lot of just like frustration and anger, and I understand. Like once again, I'm not playing arena because I'm unhappy with Arena, and I don't need for it to, like, raise my blood pressure like it's doing with poor Dreads right now. Um, But I think that 
you know, it's not like it's not over. It, 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 it's not like arena can't be fixed, right? We talked about yeah. corset. We talked about, um, you know, we got to do something about it's this hard, rotation. Though. It's hard. It's like, hard. This is it is I going to be hard. With, like before, before we saw the Al- Altera cards, the idea is if you Blizzard just kind of leave arena alone in the elegant state that arena is with some, you know, either algorithmic balancing the way they're trying to do battlegrounds now with the armor system, right? Arena's always had kind of an algorithm of balancing. It just needs a better one. Um, but you can kind of preserve this uh, limited uh, format, right? This uh, this kind of roguelike format that arena naturally is, that all these limited formats naturally is from MTG onward. Um, and... Uh, it'll kind of balance itself in some way, and uh, it'll be good. And the pro, pl- the, the like, top players will be happy, and the people who would actually be attracted to this kind of game mode will be happy, even if they're not that good. Um, and those are the players that you would want to play this game mode anyway. The people who would not want to play this game mode, why would you want them to play this game mode? You have other game modes. It's not like this is your only game, and you're trying to like capture a wide net. This is like something right now hidden inside modes super hard to get to like with almost no promotions for it whatsoever like you do not this is not the game mode that you need to capture a wide net in this is the game mode that you just need to make happy the people who like this kind of stuff right that magic the gathering popularized this kind of limited format like idea so you just have to keep your hands off and do some balancing on like the big picture right now competitive players after seeing the Altera cards and the and the our experience frankly uh in in this current meta it is clear that that approach won't work not to make competitive players happy at least if that's all if blizzard just follow my suggestions from two weeks ago when we were talking about this no competitive player is going to be happy (laughs) because that's before i knew what the Altera cards are now that we see the Altera cards, more things have to be done for the competitive players to be happy. Now, this puts me in a weird position, right? Because you guys know I love elegant systems. I'm a freaking philosophy major through and through. I like the zeros and the ones. And I have proposed not doing changes in the arena and just using constructed cards and leaving it alone. And I strongly believe in that. So this upcoming meta, the Alteric meta... It will be bad. It will range from bad to very bad. And I think we have to recognize as competitive players that that is the natural state of things. Blizzard did not make it bad because Blizzard, since day one, has been very clear that no cards are designed for the arena and they're all designed for constructed or for like easing people into constructed or for card collection they're not balanced for arena they're not doing whatever for arena arena gets offering rate balances and arena gets card bans right to like make arena not super terrible but other but the design of cards you can't be like oh blizzard why would you ever design a card like that unless you're speaking from a constructive perspective because blizzard has never designed a card for arena right like so what are we talking about if you're like why would you design this card will kill arena like they don't care they, they very much pointedly clearly don't care. They say they don't care. This is not a, like, they didn't mess up, right? They're just yeah. doing what they've always done and what they've been very clear about. So this natural state of things with just all these cards in and what the Altera cards and the, 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 the power creep, the ridiculously high power creep that it's happened even over the previous set, 
is going to mess Arena up. When you add an old set, it's going to mess Arena up super hard. And that is the natural state of things. So what we're hoping for as competitive players now is a much more tenuous position than where we were before. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we wanted Blizzard to really freaking do their job and balance the arena, like algorithmically or ban certain cards or whatever. We were asking for very reasonable, not super high effort, but like also just kind of like basically maintenance on the arena, right? Mm -hmm. Competitive maintenance on the arena. After Altera hits, for the entire remainder of that meta, I don't know what's going to happen with the core set or whatever afterwards, but this problem is going to stay until like for like a year or two until all the cards catch up to this. And if they don't like, you know, up the power level again. Uh, until that, any of that happens, which is a very long time from now. What we're now asking for has shifted to, hey, remember this elegant game mode that we wanted to preserve and for you to do maintenance on? Well, you have to come here with a heavy hand and ban a dozen cards. Because these cards are going to destroy the competitiveness in Arena. And I know you didn't intend for any of them to be or not be in Arena because you didn't think about Arena when designing them. But now they're going to be in Arena and they're going to ruin this thing that we do. That's a much bigger ask. Yeah. You're asking for intervention now. Like, this is, this is different than what we were asking for before. Huge yeah. difference between maintenance and intervention. And, um, I, I mean, we are definitely not alone here. Um... <clears throat> I can tell you, you know, watching Dred's stream, I think he feels the same way. It's like, uh, I, I, I'll talk about it as like the um, the Blackwing principle or whatever, if we want a fancy word for it. It's like, there's really no, there's no shame and there's nothing wrong in banning a card before it ever hits Arena or just banning it after you get like two days worth of data, right? Mm -hmm. And with some, some of the stuff you can just clearly see that's going to be problematic um, <clears throat> it's needed, and it is a little bit definitely, like, you look at the task in front of us, and it's like, they banned Blackwing, and then they basically didn't ban, ban other cards preemptively, and they definitely acted late banning a lot of other cards, mm -hmm. uh, when the outcry was enormous, and the data was already there, so that's why we're just like, oh, this is, this is gonna be tough. Like, expectations are not super high, but this is absolutely <laughs> going to be needed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's, you got to focus on it. This is going to be tough. It's, it's going to be in tough. A terrible, terrible position. I don't know who's doing the, like, in charge decision making. Maybe it's XR. Maybe I think he's, like, too, like, high up to actually be the person actually in charge of a remake. I think he's like, on, on uh, level. I think he's on, like, um, like, leave or something right now as well oh, he may so also it's be probably not like, yeah or whatever but like whoever it is that is in charge of like making these decisions and then like trying to talk to their manager who's like the head of the whatever balance or whatever which is probably xr uh and be like hey i suggest we ban 10 cards or whatever like that's a really tough job that's really tough uh, <laughs> yeah especially when you ban like one card per meta like at most in history uh this is gonna be uh, but it's going to show up in the stats. We're going to we're going to point it out right now. Like this is going to be a terrible meta. Almost all arena players are going to think this is going to be a terrible meta. Like all veteran arena players, I'll say, who are used to the amount of that skill should impact arena. And once again, um, the 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 little subtext here is assuming that we just get the rotation that we're used to, and I, yes. I, it doesn't even have to be like. A specific like oh you know we have to have like just basically whatever they're gonna put some old sets in there 
and we're going to have these new sets along with, you know, obviously yes. the new expansion. Um, and I want to point out that even if they just did a standard rotation, it would mitigate the problem. But I think the problem, the new cards are, are ridiculous enough that it will still be a very noticeable problem. Right. Like, it, I don't think it goes away if they just do standard. I think it, it would be It lot. would be better. Yeah, it would yeah, be better. It would be like maybe like 25 to 30% better than, um, than it would in the current uh, meta, for, uh, the current rotation, for example. But it wouldn't be like, they wouldn't have like solved half the problem. Yes. So this is us saying, like, we're guaranteed to have a bad meta, assuming that all of these factors are, you know, like, consistent with what we are expecting. As in Blizzard just does the status quo. Um, yeah, and I think, like, you'll find fairly universal agreement on this. Mm -hmm. um, and it's not like... Because here, here's the thing. Um, you see people get it, quote, like, wrong in Constructed a lot, right? Or they just mm. miss out completely. And, you know, for, for example, what was one of the biggest misses in Constructed? I think Quest Rogue, right? Quest Rogue. Or Corridor Creeper. People just missed out on that. And then that just oh, yeah. becomes Corridor the... Creepers. Yeah, I mean, that just, like, becomes the meta. Um, and then everything shapes around it. But the arena is... You know, for a limited format in which people think that, you know, things are all crazy and up in the air, um, it is much less organic than Constructed. Because Constructed really is, you know, the meta, right? Like, people create a deck, something gets popular, people try to find a way to combat that. And the choices that you're able to make, it really is an organic meta. People create something, and obviously, you know, some cards are stronger than others, so they're going to be more likely to be picked. But there is this ebb and flow there's not really this ebb and flow in Arena. There's a figuring mm -hmm. out period, and then there is a yeah. optimization period. So instead of an ebb and flow like you haven't constructed, it's figuring out and the optimization. And a lot of the figuring out can be done fairly quickly now, especially with a really good card. And then the mm -hmm. optimization, well, that doesn't really matter when you have these really good cards. So you can see that like it... I think some people are too used to like this constructed thing where it's like, well, look, Hearthstone players shouldn't be able to say like it's going to be really bad or it's going to be really good in this way because like you know they were wrong, right? They were wrong, you know, going into like Doctor Boom and how it was just mm -hmm. BGH. Well, the arena uh, players are like well, I've presented our track record. We're right, like almost always. Yeah, in the entire history of arena, we're right like uh, 90% plus, maybe even 95% plus of the time on top cards. Like, right. We're not perfect, but it's a really high rate. And the consensus among the community is a lot of the times fairly consistent, especially among yeah. like the top players. Um, yeah. So like, it, it's you'll rarely get one of those times in which like everybody misses on uh, the rogue quest. Mm -hmm. Just everyone, not really missed, but was like pretty quiet on Corridor Creeper, which gave us one of the best Hearthstone memes of all time. So I'm kind of thankful for that. Um, you know, everyone wrote off Dr. Boom as just food for uh, BGH. So they were like, going to be useless. And they thought Trogdor was going to be amazing. That was like the original, like huge miss from like everyone, right? Like the, mm -hmm. the OG just sort of like, God, Trogdor versus Dr. Boom, and everyone one was on the Trogdor train. Um, Arena just isn't like that. So 
if you're out there and you're a constructive player and you hear it's like it's like no like hearthstone players get it wrong a lot and you can't say arena, a meta is going to be in this way arena analysis consensus is very not? consistent yeah mm-hmm. it's very very consistent because it's it's math <laughs> like it's math it's not uh, meta. It's, i mean yeah. it's a little meta but it's mostly math right um, it's like you you get to pick random cards and you get all of this, but you are far far more constrained than constructed mm-hmm. uh, players, like who have the freedom to do anything to craft their decks. And um, this is the appeal of constructed, right? It is, or mm-hmm. and the meta itself is an organic thing. It's constantly changing. People tweak, yeah. change one exactly. or two cards, like- and suddenly you know they're. They're beating everybody with these like mm-hmm. tweaks, and then people pick up on that, and then they respond as well. And suddenly, like this brand new deck comes in that just beats everyone. People are like, "Oh, how do I miss that?" It's like nobody's missing how good Righteous Defense is to draft. Nobody's missing how good, yeah. um, you know, like when Watch Post was and, out. And even if you like miss it, yeah. and you say, "Oh, this is only A minus tier," and someone else is like, "No, this is S tier." You're still gonna pick it against ninety-nine percent of the right, options right. when it's presented to you. So you'll end up with it in your deck. And you're gonna play with it the same way, you know. So uh, I, I, I like to present this. I'm gonna put a far out there metaphor. Uh, the difference between constructed and arena when it comes to how cards are evaluated is like Iron Man versus Doctor Strange. Okay. So in constructed, stay with me for now. So in constructed. The idea of what you're trying to create is like this Iron Man ecosystem where you come in with a deck, an idea that you think is going to work, your latest and best suit, and then you throw it out and then it gets screwed over. Like you get electrocuted, something happens, and then you create another version of that suit that solves the previous problem that you just met with. Iron Man consistently does it. That's why he has suit has series, you know, the the, the suit one, suit two, suit three. I think he was on like suit, like, I don't know, like... 40 something or something by the by end game that's constructed and some players like doing that some players like to be able to fix their problems and fix their little project and to actually get better against the meta arena is more like dr strange there is this natural fundamental rules of nature logic whatever you want to call it you are just understanding more and more of it and as you understand more and more of it you just get, you're just able to do more things. You're just better at predicting stuff. You're just better at playing the game and knowing what is good and what is bad. Those are two fun, they're both like, so like you look at the characters, right? And they're like both like smart people who are arrogant and doing whatever. But the constructed player, the, the game is catered and centered around a tinkerer. Or like someone who copies someone else who is a tinkerer. Um, right like a net deck but that's how constructed in theory should be that's the game design as a game designer that's what i'm modeling it after whereas limited formats you you are not you can't tinker you can tinker very very little and it probably won't solve the problem you had before because you're probably not seeing that problem again because it's limited format instead you're just trying to figure out the fundamental truths and that will make you more powerful now the problem of course is that when things get out of hand, you can always tinker to counter. But when the fundamental truth is just that I lose, I'm still going to lose no matter how much I understand that I'm going to lose and why I'm going to lose. Like, if you just don't give me that much power, I'm, I'm just going to lose. I can't tinker and I can't counter. Those are not tools that are in the arena, like, set. It is a, 
To a game designer, it's possibly a fundamental weakness of the arena design, but for people who like arena, this is an asset. It means I will never be forced to tinker in that way. You I know, will just need to be able to understand the truth better. And that is the best way to improve in the arena. And that's what I like. I'm a truth seeker. I like to understand the truth. Uh, you know what? That analogy turned out better than I expected. I thought that was just <laughs> going to be terrible. I, I'm usually very, very down on your, uh, your analogy. I'm not saying that was the best one I've ever heard. Uh, but for you, that was that was, that was pretty good. I, I followed that. I mean, I'm also like, you know, like we, we both like have watched all the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we both true. enjoy them. So like I, I, I understood that. I, I like that. Like uh, I, I felt like it was time for me to throw one of these analogies in. You know, I mean, it wasn't monkeys in the jungle, but uh, but 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 it was it, I thought it, it worked. Well, the, what the monkeys with the jaguars and the trees? Yeah, with the jaguars. I, I've I have I've literally never understood that analogy, and oh, I don't that want was you a to perfect analogy. That wasn't perfect. Uh, okay, but anyways, we're not. Our gonna... listeners who have been listening to this podcast for five years will hopefully remember that analogy. I love that analogy, and that's probably my favorite analogy I've ever made on this podcast. By the way, I, I don't understand any of it, so I, I don't. I, I can't comment on it. I literally can't comment because it was the most confusing thing I've ever heard. But. Uh, this was a good one. I liked it uh, because they like chat also uh, talked about it's like they are both adaptive. I'm like, yes, they're both adaptive um, and they do it in different ways. Right. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I like the fact that, uh, you know, like one is more of a tinkerer and one is just acquiring this almost like knowledge soup. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and through this knowledge soup you just are able to do more things. You are able to just become more powerful. Meanwhile, the other one, it's not like that they're not acquiring knowledge. They are also acquiring knowledge. But yeah, it is more like a, I'm presenting this finished product. I'm presenting this next finished product. I'm presenting this next finished product. And uh, you obviously have to go from your previous experience to know what the next model has to be like, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty good. Pretty good analogy. Not bad. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think that, uh, I think we talked a lot about what's going to happen. And I just want to make sure everyone's prepared. That's really the point of this podcast. We're yeah. Called it a therapy session. Uh, it's a, a little pessimistic view, but probably the, the odds on view is, uh, is that Blizzard is not going to do what the arena community wants Blizzard to do this time around. Right. Uh, they were slow about it before, but they've mostly, like Yasera aside, they've mostly done what the arena community wanted sooner or later. Um, right. I, I don't know. I don't know that this is going to happen. This just we're, we're moving from maintenance to hand on the scale in favor of competitive players. It's a big ask. It's a yeah. big ask, and it's on a scale uh, in which we've never asked for this much, and they've never given this much. <laughs> they've um, barely given the maintenance. Yeah, yeah. The maintenance has been already, uh, I think, admittedly, a little bit slow to anyone's liking. Mm-hmm. Not just not just like competitive players' likings, yeah. to just anybody's liking. But once again, look, if there's one thing to take away from me, uh, because I know when we talk about this, and I saw I saw in the chat, people are angry, people are frustrated, and mm-hmm. it goes to this like very defeated attitude. It's like, Blizzard just doesn't get it, and they will never get it. And I think the, what I want people to take away is, like, 
Blizzard may never see it in our way or this way mm-hmm. or your way. It, you, you know, like our, our ways might never like yours, you, the listener and mine might, might never align. And our, if it is the same viewpoint might never align with Blizzard, but it's not because Blizzard sees it in the same way that we do. And is just too dumb or too stubborn to do it in that way. It's because they see it probably in a different way. And I, I understand. I said it's like, you know, we got to convince them. They're just like, well, why can't they just, you know, kind of see it in our, like, this way and <laughs> well, recognize that it's superior? I don't even superior. think that Blizzard is saying that. I, I think, like, Blizzard knows we won't see it in their way. As in, right. like, we will, even if we, like, recognize, like, we knowledge-wise, intellectually can see it in their way, we would not agree with them, right? Because we're competitive players. Right. It's like, you know, if... if, if if, I don't know, let's say like if I'm if I'm a storm owner and I'm getting robbed and I'm like, hey, I understand you need to feed your family. I still don't want to get robbed. <laughs> like, just because I'm under, I understand, you know, like I may not like super hate you the way I would if I didn't understand, but like I, I'm still like, don't rob me. Yeah, like, look, you know, even if your family starves, don't rob me. Okay, like, so well, once way. again, that analogy uh, worse than the one that you, okay, you were, <laughs> we're, we're back to the typical quality of your analogies. All right, but 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 good job on the Marvel one. That I thought I thought that was well thought out and and you know like pretty pretty clever. The, the, this one, all right, yeah, we're, we're back to your typical one. Um, but yes, look, what I want to tell people is that um, if you just want to be angry, you can. That's, that it just like doesn't accomplish anything and is there a chance that nothing will get done yes i would say it's like a high chance as well high chance, but high chance. um it certainly helps my point of view when you just look at it in the way that i outlined uh and i think that there is a shot for arena to see improvements now like once again if you have like a list of like okay arena has to be able to do these 24 things and have these 24 you know like sweeping changes in order for me to be happy with things all right we're probably not going to get that um however with all of this energy i'm seeing if you actually want change i think you need to flip your mindset from this blizzard Mm -hmm. is so incompetent because they can't see what is good for them uh into this other kind of like okay we need to try to convince them that more catering towards or more decisions that make the lives of competitive players better is overall better for the game. Here's exactly why I think this is more true now than ever. All the game modes exist. Everything exists. This is no longer launch Hearthstone. And right now, you should not be looking at the data of everybody who clicks the arena button and looking at that retention. You should be making policies to let the people who are being retained a bit remain retained. Like, if these are players that are also playing, I don't know, duels or battlegrounds or, like, ranked, I'm not saying we wouldn't welcome them in the arena. But maybe let's not cater to them as hard. And let's cater to the people who may quit your game altogether. Or who may never, you know, really get into your game if there's not an environment for these types of people. And understood that these types of people, Blizzard probably thinks is a small minority of their possible player base. But that's okay. Because you have other game modes to do what the majority wants. You have other game modes to capture all these different other types of players. 
And yep. Arena does not need to focus on that. Nor is it very well set up to focus on that. And which is why I think a lot of the things that they've, you know, tried in Arena in one way or the other have... I mean, there's many reasons they've failed. Um, the, the, the initiatives that they proposed failed. But by keeping it focused on the skill players and hopefully by lowering the barrier of entry and the rewards as well because like let's face it if you're there for a competition of skill you don't need that many rewards you just need like some rewards yeah um and the barrier of entry is is quite frightening uh this game mode still requires a crap ton of gold to, to start playing um so yeah i mean i don't know uh, I, I think if Blizzard can if Blizzard can be convinced to see things that way, as in that is the future of the arena, then we may have an alignment between the arena community and the team actually developing the arena balancing or I guess arena rules or the arena whatever right like yeah the team in Blizzard. Um. So, so look. Uh... It's interesting because, you know, part of this uh, arena segment, if you just listen to it, you might think it's like, oh, they have, like, no hope for the arena because they they guarantee that the next meta is <laughs> going to suck, assuming that these things stay true. Which, yes, I, I can basically guarantee it. I think if you ask, like, anybody who yeah. plays or watches the arena, and they're like, yeah, we, it's because arena is very predictable. So it, mm -hmm. it's not us being pessimistic it's just us kind of looking at it and being like because arena is so predictable this is the way it is going to be um and it's like i mean we're, we're going to be like 99 accurate um but at the same time it's like that doesn't mean we've like given up or that it's very like it's impossible to solve we're just recognizing how hard it is to solve but we are hoping that like you know efforts and effort is made to kind of like fix it um because if we just do go with the status quo yeah this is gonna be so bad you're you're gonna chase you're gonna chase yeah. all the arena people away like as of right now um i am on an arena break I, I i'm not like done with it you know i'm on an arena break but if it keeps going in this way then i think yeah. you literally chase everybody away i mean yeah you chase everyone it's not just gonna be you like like it's just all these players you, you can't keep playing a mode that's going to become ridiculous right like if for example if this meta just didn't change or changed and was similarly competitive aka non-competitive um every like month or two uh and this happens for like two years you're really not going to have any of the people who are streaming Arena right now and playing it seriously still around playing Arena. They're all going to jump to something else. Even if it's within Hearthstone, right? They're still going to jump to something else. Yep. Like, I, I know I certainly would jump to, to, to something else. Um, so hopefully they do something um, because, like, I, I hate dual class. I absolutely hate it. It makes everything terrible um, for me. Uh, but the problems in the current meta is very small part of it is related to dual class most of it is related to things that will be there in the next meta and only made worse because the altera cards are going to have a more negative effect than dual class is having right now yep okay look we've i think we've said this enough i've said like the same thing three times but i just think it's that important and i think yeah. that there's some nuance in it and some of you guys are, you know, just like aggro smork players who 
I really need to beat it into your heads, all right? If if, if all you do is quick face, then I got to say it to you three times. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's talk about something else then. Do you have anything more to talk about with Arena? Because, you know, no, we're obviously no. not doing our card stuff until next yeah. week. Oh, yeah, I guess that's what I want to talk about, Arena. Tune in to our card review because even though the meta is going to be horrible, you know you want to check out the cards and you'll need to know which cards to check out and which cards do what and which cards are those ridiculously powerful S-tier cards that we've been kind of hinting at here. And we flat out announced two S-tier cards uh, last stream. Um, but but more, more are coming probably. I don't know. I haven't mapped them out. We haven't talked about it. Um, but yeah. Uh, definitely check it out. This is going to be one of the most exciting card review streams that we've done recently. Uh, only if only because these cards are the most they're so exciting yeah. <laughs> cards. I just uh, I'm excited for next Sunday. Um, and if you're going to try to tune in live, it's going to start at 3 p.m. Eastern time. Oh wow! That is okay, four hours. Before our normal stream time. And oh my we're doing God. that because we're trying to finish before midnight. Okay. Yeah. For the I, I forgot we were starting so early. Damn. Yeah, because you told me that you did not want this to finish past midnight. And you were, like, serious about it this time. Well, like the there's, other no, time. there's no need. And we don't... Because we needed... Yeah, you, you know, it just makes sense. Like, when we had... Uh, the algorithm and the tier was we needed all of that computing time, right? We needed all yes. of that time to yes. actually... We were literally, like, computing the last legendary cards during the reveal stream. Yeah. So, this just makes sense. We'll start at 3 p.m., um, and that, that would alleviate things by a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, so, th that's it for Arena. Uh, for BGs, uh, Diablo is going away on Tuesday. Yay. Um... This is this is good, because mm -hmm. okay, that was like a surprise announcement, but apparently it was not supposed to be a surprise because they knew about it from even before that. I didn't really like. Yeah, well, uh, look, they, Blizzard has stated from the very beginning that Diablo is a temporary hero, right? Yeah. Uh, so they announced it, uh, and then Blizzard stated that like, hey, look, this wasn't like, you know we want you guys to know this wasn't because of the outcry like this was always the plan it just happened to coincide with literally everybody like dog slissa victor xd xqn blah 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 like literally everybody oh sun goiters posted this um hilarious <laughs> clip <laughs> of her facing diablo so there's seven people left in the lobby uh and she is like guaranteed to die because Diablo has like giant things. Uh, and she's like, okay, I'm dead. She's like, how many people do you think are going to die? And she's like, I think everybody's going to die. And people are like, no, it's like, you know, maybe two, maybe three. Literally everyone dies. Diablo kills all six <laughs> other people in the lobby on that turn. And I think that's, that just goes to show uh, kind of why people it's an extreme example but it just shows why people hated diablo so look diablo's gone um i think a lot of people are going to be very happy i might play bgs again it, it it's just weird like i i'm not playing bgs because of diablo i'm not playing arena because of just all the fiesta stuff going on but you are playing diablo well oh sorry i'm playing the superior diablo <laughs> diablo resurrected yes uh i'm very much so playing diablo just not in bgs what's going on with the other quick quick tangent 
uh, is leaderboards coming anytime soon? Is it still crashing on you every hour? I haven't played Diablo. Oh, in like Diablo Two Resurrected. Yeah, Diablo Two Resurrected. Yeah. Uh, look, it crashes on me sometimes. It doesn't crash okay. every hour. It's better. It crashes like once every ten hours, which is like okay. a lot better. Okay, better. still not hardcore viable, but better. Yeah, uh, and no news of ladder. In fact, okay. the next patch that's coming out, they're saying that like, oh, we're going to use that information to, or we're using the current information to just sort of stabilize things, and then we're going to okay. talk about ladder. Yeah. But Fine. people are now looking at that and being like, okay, so we won't have it anytime this year. Yeah. Like, yeah. if we were to have it, we had to have it soon, such that you can't start a ladder on like December eighteenth yeah. or something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. That's that, that makes no sense. Stupid. So, um, right. no D two R ladder until next year, which is like uh, I was hoping we would have one, but with I'll, the amount, I'll, of I'll join in had, once uh, hardcore ladder becomes a potentially okay thing to do, and and exist, and exists. Yes, it has <laughs> to exist first. Um, but look. That's where we're at, guys. Um, make sure to tune in for the card review. Um, check out BGs if you were avoiding BGs like I was. I- I'll probably be checking yeah. out BGs uh, without Diablo in there. Because uh, if you watch like the top players, uh, a lot of them, after they heard that Diablo was uh, going away Tuesday, they're like, you know, their guess is that the meta is going to be really, really good. Uh, mm-hmm. So... We'll see how it is. Um, I'm, I'm look, looking forward to it. Playing my like super low MMR games. Maybe stomping people. Maybe getting stomped. We'll see. Maybe I'll stream it a little bit. But um, certainly a change from now in which I have no appetite for Arena and no appetite for BGs at all. Mercs, man. Mercs is where it's at. I almost got all of my hero Mercs to uh, to pass Task 7. I, I, almost. I, I can't believe... No. I, I can't do it. You and PJ are just bunch of weirdos i cannot do it all right i like the pve better than the pvp honestly that's like, true you and pj are not the same at all no. you know like you're all about like the the well you're not casual though you play it a lot but you, you're more about that casual experience of just like yeah. oh man i want to grind and all that Lie stuff. down on my sofa hang out with the wife while she watches something and i'm just on my phone yeah i i can't I can't do do that. Um, like, I would need for there to be some sort of... I, I always see Hearthstone as a PvP thing, or like as a competitive thing. Um, mm-hmm. But then I just don't like the competitive aspect of Mercs, so... I mean, the competitive aspect of Mercs needs work. They're clearly not even close to finished with, with what would be a, a compelling PvP experience. Yeah, um, and that's fine. Like, it just came out. We talked about this before. It's like, mm-hmm. the first iteration of BGs was problematic yeah. in so many ways <laughs> like yeah. uh well uh, bg's was actually just kind of like macgyvered right it was literally macgyvered and you had all these cards that were from the original yeah. game yeah like yeah zuba menagerie magician remember all of that Sneeds, stuff that was there for like Sneeds, another year yeah two years uh, I don't even Sneeds know how was long there Sneeds was and it made absolutely no sense because it's like not the tears they were actually the mana <laughs> yeah, so actually the mana cost um but yeah yeah that yeah. that game mode at the beginning it was fun but it was very flawed and now look at it it's like yeah well i mean don't look at it right now look at it after diablo gets removed but <laughs> now look at, look at it generally so um, uh yeah 
So yeah, I'm I'm still excited about what Merc has to bring. So I'm just setting up on the PvP side. Uh, but right right now, I mean, it, it is what it is. It's like a pitch for what the PvP mode could potentially be. Right? Like, uh, here's the bones to it. Okay. All, All right. right. That's it. Um, we're gonna be gearing up for the big card review stream. You guys can come make uh you know make some bets on how many S tier cards you think there are gonna be. I'm, that would be a good bet. Right? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, we don't know. I don't um, know yet. Yet, uh, but we'll we'll see. That that I don't know what I would bet actually. We'll see. You know, uh, there's okay. gonna be at least one. <laughs> but there's gonna be at least two. There's gonna be at least two. Exactly. Minimum of two. Yep. I, but but I don't know how much how that number is gonna climb. Hopefully it it won't hit ten. We'll see though. We'll see. I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know because I haven't seen i personally haven't seen all the cards yet so i haven't seen all the cards either i've just seen cards people have been sending me and it's one after one that i'm like oh yeah oh wow really oh yeah oh wow really oh there's more oh oh there's more okay that's just been my experience with yeah with the new cards and some cards i have to or i do a double take and then i'm like i would need time to really look at this like the the nine mana mage spell which casts 20 mana yeah, of I, mage spells i'm like uh -uh. i'm like thinking about that one uh yeah i was like uh what mage spells are there <laughs> like what what mage spells are there um and that is like purely rotation dependent right mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. you can have certain rotations in which that is really good um and certain rotations in which it was just like i don't want to be casting this stuff or your chances Although, of to casting. be fair if you like don't want to cast mage spells mage is probably unplayable uh, it targets enemies if possible too. Yeah, well, the I guess one of the problems is if there's like too much double-sided board clear versus like no okay. double-sided board clear. You know, like double-sided versus completely single-sided board clears. That's like a pretty strong kind of like a delineation, yeah. right? That you want to yeah, be able to consider. Fair. All right, um, that's it. See you guys next week. Uh, shout out to our Patreons, patreon.com slash grinninggoat. We'll be giving a lot more shout outs on our stream slash video slash, I guess it's still a podcast, um, for, uh, for next week uh, on the, uh, the Fractured in Alteric Valley card review stream. Until then, this is Advicta. This is Murps. See you guys. Enjoying the Light Forge? For the full rundown on Hearthstone Arena draft strategy, card review, and arena gameplay, follow us on YouTube, Twitter, or twitch.tv at ADWCTA. Support the podcast by sharing us with your friends and family, or become a patron at patreon.com slash grinning goat. Thank you for tuning in, and see you next week.